Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 164 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today. Please bear with me as uh, I've just, uh, today my voice is uh, feeling a bit off, but uh, I really wanted to share this study with you today and so I'll uh, do my best to uh, share it with you despite my uh, my struggle with my voice. Today we are continuing our study of the Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants section 63 in June 7th to June the 13th. And today we're covering the section which is uh, titled in the Come Follow Me manual, uh, Chastity means keeping my thoughts and actions pure, covering verses 13 to 23. So we see here in uh, verse 14, the Lord is uh, calling out uh, these people. He says, there were among you adulterers and adulteresses, some of whom have turned away from you and others remain with you that hereafter shall be revealed. Now, obviously, uh, there is the indication here that these people are not being honest and chaste in their thoughts and actions or in their actions. But actually, as uh, we will find out, as the Lord will teach, this applies to not just their actions, uh, but also to their uh, thoughts. In verse 15, it says, Let such beware and repent speedily, lest judgment shall come upon them as a snare, and their folly shall be made manifest, and their work shall follow them in the eyes of the people. I think that this is such an important uh, principle of speedily repenting. And, of course, it applies really to, to any uh, misdeed or sin or anything that we feel like that we're not quite there yet with, which is most things in our lives. Um, but, of course, uh, it applies very much so to the, the law of chastity as well. Uh, but here we see how it doesn't just apply to committing adultery or or anything like that. In verse 16 it says, And verily I say unto you, as I have said before, he that looketh upon a woman a woman to lust after her, or if any shall commit adultery in their hearts, they shall not have the spirit, but shall deny the faith and shall fear. Um this is an important point uh, of this. And obviously uh, we should all be striving to do this. Uh, that we are keeping the law of chastity not just in our actions, but in our minds and hearts as well. Uh, our mission president would always ask that. Uh, and it's it was always such a really searching question because you then have to think about your thoughts and your actions each day and make sure that they are kept in check. Uh, Milton R. Hunter uh, said this, quote, Others have felt that by indulging their sexual emotions by committing adultery, they could satisfy that inward urge for happiness. It is my opinion that such self self-indulgent people without any exception, find to regret and chagrin that sin never is happiness. They have found that adulterers become very unhappy in this life, casting themselves from the Spirit of God. Close, close quote. Now here, um, yeah, he, he is talking about indulging in in thoughts and, and intents, which, of course, are things we need to repent of. But actually... Elder uh, Jeffrey R. Holland also spoke about this and talked about how it applies to not just our actions, but also uh, to our to our minds and hearts as well. He said, quote, Why is lust such a deadly sin? Well, in addition to the completely spirit-destroying impact it has on our souls, I think it is a sin because it defiles the highest and holiest relationship God gives us in mortality, the love that a man and a woman have for each other. 
and the desire that that couple has to bring children into a family intended to be forever. Close quote. It is, such, it is something which is so important uh, and so, um, well, it's necessary really for us to, to make sure we are doing the best we can with this because as, as Elder Holland says, it is based on one of the most important relationships we will have in this life or in the life to come if that blessing of, of matrimony has not come to an individual in this life yet. Um, in fact, I read just a re- a recently a really good article about uh, the <clears throat> the things in this life that we should be aiming to do. And of course, you know, marriage was one of them that was mentioned. But also, just if that opportunity doesn't co- doesn't come to an individual, how they will have that blessing come and all blessings come to them that would be available if they were married, if they are faithful to their covenants. Uh, I'll be sharing that I think on my Monday episode. Uh, this coming week uh, and so that will be uh, good to see um, now as we do strive to keep and, and live this law in verse 20 it says nevertheless he that endureth in faith and doeth my will the same shall overcome and shall receive an inheritance upon the earth when the day of transfiguration shall come so as we seek and as we continue to, to live this law and to develop and endure our faith and great blessings will come. Um, but it has to be an active decision. It has to be a determination through our prayer and study and through our daily worship uh, to, to stay clean and pure. Uh, Neil A. Maxwell said this, quote, Therefore, true enduring represents not merely the passage of time, but the passage of the soul, and not merely from A to B, but sometimes all the way from A to Z. To, en- to endure in faith and do God's will, therefore involves much more than putting up with a circumstance. Rather than shoulder-shrugging, true enduring is a, is a soul-trembling. Jesus bled not a few, but to every poor. Close quote. Um, so this means that if we are striving and struggling with this particular um, invitation to, to live the Lord chastity in our minds and hearts, as well as in our actions, then this is something which we have to be decisive with. Because if not, it can easily be led down a path which we do not want to want to venture. Um, and so uh, it's something which will take effort. But of course, life is life is all about effort. It's all about struggling and striving so that we grow and develop uh, so that we can then receive those blessings. Uh, finally, in verse 23, it says, Run unto him that keepeth my commandments, I will give the mysteries of the kingdom. And the same shall be in him a well of living water, living up unto everlasting life. Um, A great promise there. And to finish with, I'll share these words by uh, Joseph B. Werflin about this idea of receiving the well of living water. Uh, He said, quote, By living the gospel of Jesus Christ, we develop within ourselves a living spring that will quench eternally our thirst for happiness, peace and 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 everlasting life. The Lord explains clearly in the Doctrine and Covenants that only faithful obedience can tap into the well of living water that refreshes and enlivens our souls. Close quote. So consider today what we can do, or what you can do, to make sure that we are tapping into that everlasting well of living water, so that in, in terms of this law of chastity, and how it is not just about our thoughts, not just about our actions, but also our thoughts, how we can become more clean and pure and chaste uh, in those and as we see that, we will see greater blessings. We will feel greater purity. 
the bit, the feeling that we have when we have the spirit with us and the knowledge that we are clean and pure is such a wonderful thing. And sometimes I think that we take that for granted. And especially when we perhaps have thoughts um, that are not clean and pure, we, we'll, we then feel it. We feel that spirit leave us. Uh, and so I invite you to, to consider how we can and how you can uh, make that more effective in your life. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please follow on all the usual platforms, the usual email addresses, session at gmail.com and so on. Uh, and until we meet again.